Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's westbound right shoulder on the ramp to the Outloop also blocked because of the work zone. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Higher and higher temperatures coming our way this week. Just got to deal with this cold morning. Temperatures in the 20s out there. Our mornings will not be nearly as cold for the rest of the week and even for the upcoming weekend. Now, there are some scattered clouds currently around the area, but no rain. Later today, our skies will turn mostly cloudy, and there is a chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures will be rising into the lower and upper 40s. Better chance for scattered showers on Wednesday. you got areas of rain for Thursday and even Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 30 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. It's 2.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 3 a.m. hour for you Tuesday on WTOP. Is she in or is she out? The latest on the status of Montgomery County's school superintendent. I'm Kate Ryan. A deadly shooting locally near a metro station in northeast D.C. The search for a man who killed eight outside of Chicago apparently over this morning. The primary, the first votes are cast in the first of the nation primary in New Hampshire. Nikki Haley takes them all. It took 30 years, but Fairfax County police say they have a man who fled the country after murdering his wife. I'm Valerie Bong. Gains across the board on Wall Street. Asian stocks have been trading mainly higher this morning. Good morning. Welcome. Three o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Police in Joliet, Illinois, confirmed to CBS News that the man who had shot and killed a total of eight people in three locations in the area since Sunday shot and killed himself after a confrontation with police southwest of San Antonio, Texas. Joliet Police Chief Bill Evans says police don't have a motive for the killings, but he says the shooter knew his victims. We have seven here at this scene. We have another at the Will County scene. Voters in New Hampshire have a decision to make. Jim of Hanover, New Hampshire, says his vote for Nikki Haley is all about policy. We need a candidate, a president, who is policy-focused. Policy-focused means doing the work of finding a way to get bills passed that address major national issues. Debt, health care costs, inflation, the border. Augusta is all in for Donald Trump. There are a lot of people that are purely anti-Trump, and I understand that. But I think they don't see the real Trump and I think they don't see what what he accomplished. I mean, one of the major things, I think, was the economy. Matt Piper, CBS News, Manchester, New Hampshire. All six votes cast just after midnight in tiny Dixville, Knox, New Hampshire, went for Nikki Haley. It wasn't too long ago that California was in a drought. Now it's dealing with too much rain, says CBS's Elise Preston. All of California has seen significant rainfall over the last few days, but San Diego, which is about 100 miles south of here, really bore the brunt of this storm. There are so many emergency calls. Drivers are being warned to stay off the roads. An execution is scheduled in Alabama Thursday that would be the first in the nation to use nitrogen gas. Deborah Denno is a law professor at Fordham University and an expert in execution methods. We are the most punitive Western country, and that includes 
implementing the death penalty. While the number of children younger than six ingesting liquid laundry detergent packages, uh, packets that is, has dropped in recent years, there has been an increase in such incidents involving older teens, children, and even adults, says CBS's Jim Crisula. According to a new study from Nationwide Children's Hospital at the Central Ohio Poison Center, there were nine deaths associated with the ingestion of laundry detergent packets. All nine fatalities involved adults, seven of whom were more than 70 years old. A woman charged with killing a high-profile entertainment marketing consultant in his home in Los Angeles is pleaded not guilty. Prosecutors say 36-year-old Jamila Elena Michi forced her way into Michael Latt's home in November and shot him. He was well-known in Hollywood working with directors including Ryan Coogler and Ava DuVernay. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 303. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd, 2024. To be mostly cloudy today, late day isolated showers are possible. Veronica said the high should be in the 40s before we're done. 29 you're waking up to right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 3 a.m. hour. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning, it was just hours after the Montgomery County School Superintendent went public with news this week that she's been asked, apparently, to step away from her post. Board of Education holds a closed-door meeting and issues a brief statement of their own. Monifa McKnight, who's in the middle of her contract as superintendent of Montgomery County Schools, released a statement Monday saying officers of the Board of Ed asked her to step away. But there's, in her words, no justification for the move and that it violates the terms of her contract. After a late-day closed-door meeting, the Board of Ed issued a statement of its own saying it continues to fulfill its role as an employer, an indication McKnight remains in her job, and that because it's a personnel matter, there would be no further comment. The County Education Association called the situation disturbing chaos and accused McKnight of declaring open war on the Board of Ed, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We turn now to a shooting in Northeast D.C. at 3.04 on WTOP near the Deanwood Metro Station, leaving one teen dead, another hurt, happening around 3.30 Monday afternoon yesterday on Minnesota Avenue. Police say in this case the teens were driving a stolen car at the time from Prince George's County before another car apparently pulled up alongside them and someone inside opened fire. We do believe that there was other individuals inside of the stolen vehicle where our victims were located. Uh, we do have images of them. We are trying to locate them as possible witnesses. D.C. Police Department Assistant Chief Ramey Kyle this morning on WTOP. According to police, three men ran away from the scene. They wore, at the time, all black and were headed, when last seen, toward Mead Street. Police are searching this morning for a light-colored Acura sedan that was involved in that shooting incident. WTOP at 3.05 Tuesday. Police in Fairfax County, Virginia, announcing the end to a very long manhunt for an estranged husband suspected of killing his wife decades ago. 24-year-old Anna Harado was found stabbed to death in Falls Church almost 33 years ago. Fairfax County police had information to suspect her estranged husband, Jose Cruz, killed her. But he fled to El Salvador before he could be arrested. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis. This really isn't a traditional cold case. It was solved virtually right away. Detectives had a felony murder warrant for Cruz in 1991 before he fled. And then about eight years later, Fairfax County detectives traveled to El Salvador and got more information on Cruz, but didn't find him. Then in 2022, 
The Department of Justice contacted the Fairfax County Police and said that crews have been apprehended while crossing into Costa Rica from Nicaragua. On January 18th, crews was surrendered to the U.S. Marshals Service and extradited to the U.S. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. Abortion rights supporters locally in Maryland launching a campaign on Monday. The 51st anniversary, actually, of Roe v. Wade to enshrine the right for women to end their pregnancies in the Maryland Constitution come November. Members of the Freedom and Reproduction Maryland Ballot Committee announced the effort in front of the state capitol on Monday. It was last year. Maryland lawmakers, you may remember, voted to put the constitutional amendment on the ballot after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe in 2022 and ended the nationwide right to an abortion. Maryland law already protects the right to abortion. The state approved legislation in 1991 to protect abortion rights if the Supreme Court were to allow abortion to be restricted. Voters showed their support for the law the following year when 62 percent backed it in a referendum. Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one in the state of Maryland. WTOP at 307. Traffic and weather on the way. Stay with us. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G, A. Joffe, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike, and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. No Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. On WTOP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks 24-7, guaranteed. Traffic is first. Here's Ken Berger this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. On the Key Bridge outbound, just after M Street, we had an open manhole that has been taken care of. Uh, D.C. Metro Police report that uh, all lanes are now open, both sides of the Key Bridge. You find no delays between Georgetown and Virginia on the westbound side of 66. As you leave the Roosevelt Bridge heading over to the Rosalind Tunnel, bridge work is taking away the far right lane. Also on westbound or eastbound 66, west of U.S. 29 in Gainesville, heading all the way to Falls Church. You're going to find road widening operations with the right shoulder mobile closure. You see the flashing lights in multiple locations. And that's actually both sides of 66 between 29 and 7. Westbound 66 in the express lanes. The entrance ramp from the inner loop is blocked. And then 66 westbound, the right shoulder of the ramp to the outer loop also closed because of the road work. More road work on the outer loop of 495. The beltway all lanes blocked on the ramp to the westbound express lanes of 66. Then the inner loop ramp to uh, eastbound. 66. All lanes are closed. That's heading to the main lanes of 66. In Maryland, you've got multiple work zones, so with including at the Bay Bridge with the eastbound span to shut down. Two-way operations on the westbound span. 295 northbound between 100 and 195. Left lane is closed. Also in Anne Arundel County on eastbound 100. Right lane closed by the work zone between Arundel, between Arundel Mills Boulevard and 170 Telegraph Road. Parkside Boulevard at 175. The right turn 
Northern Lane eastbound 175 at Parkside closed. Also some lane closures both directions of Parkside Boulevard near 175. This is because of ongoing maintenance operations. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Starting your Tuesday off with some scattered clouds. More cloud cover will be filling in later today, turning our skies mostly cloudy. But temperatures this morning about 20 to 27 degrees. Later today, we'll climb to about 45 degrees. Can't rule out an isolated shower late day. Better chance of rain Wednesday through the end of the week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 27 degrees in our nation's capital. Brought to you this 3 a.m. hour Tuesday morning, January 23rd here on WTOP by Longfin. Save 25%. On long fence decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Here's Jeff. JetBlue and Spirit Airlines have appealed a federal judge's ruling that blocks their $3.8 billion merger. Wilson Tennis Racket Maker, Amer Sports, has filed for an IPO that could raise $1.8 million. The Georgetown Metropolitan reports District Donuts has closed its M Street location, though it still has three others. The Dow closed above 38,000 for the first time Monday, gaining 138 points. The S&P 500 closed in another record. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Nation stocks mainly higher. The, the close, the Nikkei was down almost 30 points. The Kospi was up 14. The Hang Seng was up 358 and the Shanghai up 15 points. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 311. A casino and conference center would be built locally in Fairfax County, all as part of legislation introduced by a Northern Virginia lawmaker. WTOP's own Scott Gelman tells us Tuesday morning. It's being considered right now for the second straight year. The first talks last year had the casino getting built in Reston, but now State Senator Dave Marsden has introduced a bill to have the complex open in Tyson's. Where the facility is going is a closed-down auto dealership that uh, has virtually no chance of, of, of being resurrected. It'd be on Route 7 near the Spring Hill Metro. We could attract business from Bethesda, Chevy Chase. Potomac, Gaithersburg, Rockville, Northwest D.C. Marsden anticipates some people may have concerns. There are people who don't like the image of gambling. But he's confident the complex would boost the economy. Tyson's is our downtown. That's where this belongs, in your downtown. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 312, a new Virginia law that makes organized retail theft a felony punishable by up to 20 years will be allowed to stand for now. An effort to repeal the law was defeated on Monday. Members of a House committee, subcommittee, and the Virginia General Assembly sent the bill to the Virginia State Crime Commission for further study. While some Democrats and criminal justice advocates opposed the bill passed last year with bipartisan support, Delegate Fernando Marty Martinez, who sponsored the crime law, says this morning he asked for the repeal bill to be sent to the Crime Commission because the new law has only been in effect for six months and its effectiveness is still unclear at this point. Good Tuesday morning. If you're just joining us, welcome in. Mostly cloudy. You might see a late-day isolated shower in parts of the area. High in the 40s. We're at 27 in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. 313 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics on WTOP Tuesday morning, campaign 2024. The first votes in the first of the nation primary have now been cast this morning in Dixville Notch, New Hampshire. Former Ambassador Nikki Haley receiving six out of six votes. President Trump receiving none. On the eve of New Hampshire's presidential primary, almost every top Republican lines up behind former President Donald J. Trump. Polls in the state suggesting he does lead overall. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley by a lot. 
Haley is the last major challenger actually standing in Trump's way, and New Hampshire is uniquely suited to her strengths. But the answer for most conservatives is they want Trump to have another chance at beating President Joe Biden. Despite Trump's 2020 election loss and the 91 felony charges he faces right now in four separate indictments. Haley is urging supporters not to give up. Washington Post politics reporter Anna Knowles joins our Dimitri Sotis this morning to talk about the situation Nikki Haley finds herself in this morning before the New Hampshire premiere. I think it's a tough situation because, yes, she is polling closer to Trump than any of Trump's other rivals ever got. That's why she's the last person standing against him in this race. But, um, you know, I think the expectations for Haley have also risen um, because she is kind of getting that one-on-one shot at Trump right now that she's always wanted. Other people have dropped out. And so a lot of people say if she can't beat him in New Hampshire, where else can she beat him? This is a favorable state for her where she spent a lot of time. And yet I saw a quote from uh, uh, Haley to NBC News, and she may be telling your colleagues at The Post something similar. She says, we want to be stronger than we were in Iowa. And, you know, absolutely you want to be stronger than, than that third place finish, but you, you need to be stronger than Trump. So it's it's interesting to hear her say that. Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to set expectations, right? And, and you know, I think her and her supporters hope that even like a strong second that they can carry that into South Carolina. That's her home state. And then that she can kind of really take Trump on there. But, um, you know, South Carolina is a more conservative electorate than New Hampshire. Um, Trump has a lot of support there. He has a lot of endorsements. And um, it just feels like South Carolina in a lot of ways could be a steeper climb for her than, than here. When uh, you talk to people in the know and do your own reporting, was it kind of a stunner over the weekend that Ron DeSantis so quickly folded between Iowa and New Hampshire? I mean, we knew his campaign was in trouble for a long time. But if Donald Trump has another very strong night in New Hampshire, could it be that Nikki Haley does the very same thing? You know, it's always possible. I mean, I think that DeSantis was in a much more dire position than Haley because he had banked everything on Iowa. I think that, you know, Haley has more of a shot in South Carolina than than DeSantis did. But, um, yeah, I mean, I certainly I wouldn't rule it out. Last question here. Trump campaigns of old were notoriously erratic and disorganized. Uh, Are we seeing something much more disciplined now, even as the candidate himself may go off on various tangents verbally? The the ground game seems to be uh, very much in operation, if I could put it that way. Yeah, that's what everyone will tell you for sure. Um, Trump supporters and just kind of neutral observers. Um, He kind of took the party by storm in 2016 without that kind of like institutional, you know, support and organization. And this time around, he has a very professional operation um, led by, you know, people who are really respective operatives. And um, yeah, there's definitely um, a difference this time around. Washington Post politics reporter Hannah Knowles talking with our Dimitri Sobel. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you this morning. A major battle locally at the top of the Montgomery County public school system. Superintendent says the school board wants her out. She says, no way, she's not going anywhere. One of those Navy SEALs recently killed was a local from Maryland. And recapping this morning, primary voters in New Hampshire are now beginning to weigh in on the presidential race. Six out of six votes go to Haley, President Trump, none. Keep it here for more in just minutes on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. 
To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Coming up on WTLP this half hour after traffic and weather this Tuesday morning. New housing in Prince George's hasn't been built where it's supposed to be, so what might be done? I'm John Dome. And- WTOP at 318, traffic and weather on the 8s to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. Taking a look at uh, the district and surrounding jurisdictions, both in Maryland and in Virginia, everything is very, very quiet. So that includes US-1 in Arlington between 395 and Crystal City, heading all the way to the Beltway Interchange in Alexandria. The George Washington Memorial Parkway coming south of 14th Street, heading into Alexandria to the Beltway, running without major delay. Just keep in mind that the uh, new traffic pattern is underway on the northern section of the George Washington Memorial Parkway. One lane is open currently in either direction, but keep in mind as we approach the uh, as we approach the rush hour starting around 530, you're going to find two lanes open southbound coming south of the Beltway heading to 123, and all lanes or anywhere anybody exiting out at 123 or CIA must use the right lane on the northbound side of the George Washington Parkway uh, during the morning rush hour. Only one lane is available northbound, and those lanes reverse in the afternoon and during the midday starting around 930 to about three o'clock. It's back to one lane open either side of the George Washington Memorial Parkway as they work with the uh, continuing construction activity that's scheduled to go sometime uh, into late 2025. No major worries in Maryland. This is going to go on Branch Avenue as you make your way between the 301 Interchange and Brandywine, heading all the way into the district. Pennsylvania Avenue from Upper Marlboro into Washington, also running in the clear. However, on the Beltway Interloop over by Pennsylvania Avenue, right lane closed in the road work. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Low morning temperatures in the 20s across the area. Not quite as cold as it's been, but still below freezing. Later today, our temperatures will rise into the low and mid 40s. We'll have mostly cloudy skies. There's a chance for an isolated shower in the afternoon and evening. That could carry into Wednesday morning. We'll have to watch for some isolated areas where we could have some freezing fog or drizzle north and west of D.C. Otherwise, temperatures on Wednesday closer to 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're 20. Alexandria, 31, Penn Quarter, 26, Columbia. We're 29, once again, in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around in the 3 a.m. hour on WTOP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Heating and air. Coming right up this half hour. Looking beyond winter, D.C. starts accepting applications for its summer jobs program. I'm Nick Ainelli. Plus. Well, Monumental Sports had to say to small business owners about the possible move of the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Mike Marilla. My simple solution to their problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans. Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go. 
Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, why? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie, the man who became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. That is the morning, January 23rd. Glad you're with us. 3.22 in the morning on WTOP. It's Tuesday morning. This is WTOP News. Here at home, what critics call sprawl has become an election issue locally in Prince George's County in recent years as new development has not apparently happened where county leaders said it would. With more housing needed, how can the county add more? In recent years, the amount of new housing built inside the Beltway and near metro stations has started to increase. But the county is still far from reaching its targets, with more development happening in places county planning documents say it shouldn't. The planning department will be conducting a study this calendar year to explore how different types of development scenarios in different parts of the county affect tax revenues and public service costs. That study could guide planning department recommendations to make it easier and cheaper to build inside the Beltway, while doing the opposite away from transit centers. Another focus this year is identifying parts of the county that could support uh, missing metal housing and make changes to the zoning code. John Dome in WTOP News. Well, it's still cold with snow on the ground this morning, but D.C. this week already looking beyond winter and focusing on summer jobs. D.C. is now accepting applications for this year's summer jobs program, encouraging residents between the ages of 14 and 24 to apply online. The program pairs thousands of young people with hundreds of employers so they can receive training and guidance and use that to secure employment in the future. Mayor Muriel Bowser. It is a collection of great programs and employers who raise their hand and say, I'm committed to have an enriching experience. Last year, about 14,000 young people took part in the program. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. You know, a lot of people locally are excited about the potential move by the Capitals and Wizards to Alexandria, Virginia. Many others are quite worried about the issue. As the legislative side of things plays out in Richmond right now, small business owners getting the chance this week to quiz those behind the project. The transportation and the traffic piece, that seems to be the overriding concern for folks. That's one of the many questions Jordan Silberman with Monumental Sports got during a talk with small businesses in the Delray neighborhood. Silverman says a transportation study will shed light on that. We need to get that information out to folks in the community to have you weigh in and be part of that process. So I would say that's, you know, weeks away, if not even sooner. Rick Harper owns Queen Mother Kitchen in Crystal City and says while he's excited about the extra business the games could bring, as an Alexandria native. It does concern me how it impacts um, people that live here and want to continue to live here. Monumental Sports and the developer behind the project plans to hold more meetings with the community in the coming weeks, they say. In Alexandria, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP at 325. Over to Steve Dresner this morning. We'll start with the NBA and a couple amazing performances for the second best performance in Minneapolis. Timberwolves Carl Anthony Towns finished with 62 points and 8 rebounds. However, Charlotte came from behind to beat Minnesota 128 to 125. Top performance of the evening goes to Philadelphia center Joel Embiid. 70 points, 18 rebounds.